Hello, everyone, and welcome back to another podcast episode. We have a very special guest today, Roman Char. How do I see your last name? Yeah, Char or Shahar. Char, Char. It's Arabic, yeah. And he's actually um, a TTP member, TTP alumni, basically, from 2013-2014 year. Um, If you could introduce yourself, Roman, we'd love to hear more about you. Yeah, sure. My name is Roman Char. I studied at UCR bioengineering. I was a transfer student from Mount Sinai Seno Community College. So I went to the Temecula campus, Menifee campus, Sinai Seno campus. I was there for about three years. Then I tr- there was a TTT, TTP program at UCR. Uh, it was very interesting uh, and it was a great opportunity uh, to help me get my feet wet with uh, going to a, the whole reason to go to a, a UC is to take advantage of the infrastructure of all the research and other opportunities that maybe at Cal State can't necessarily provide. And yeah, and then I went to school f- at UCR for another two years to finish my degree. I did it quickly because sometimes when you transfer, it can take up to three years. Mm-hmm. For a lot of universities like UC San Diego or Irvine, it's almost a mandatory situation where you have to be there for three years. Uh, but at UCR at the time, I was able to do my senior design uh, a little early to be able to get out within two years. And I also had to do uh, two summers as well. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah that's awesome. Go <laughs> oh, yeah, no, and, uh, oh, go ahead. Uh, yeah, and currently I'm a mechanical engineer for Amgen. So most of my uh, industry experience has been uh, medical device related. I was working in Temecula at Abbott. They have, a, they have a factory there where they build different stent graft systems and cardiovascular uh, equipment. And then I was a, and I was a quality engineer there. And then I also worked with a, a startup company uh, during, for an internship in Orange County where they were working with different catheter systems. And then I was also an R&D engineer in Orange County for a little bit with, another, with a company. And now I'm, oh, sorry, that company, uh, they also make stent graft systems for abdominal aortic aneurysms. And Currently now, I've been for over a year at Amgen down in Thousand Oaks, where I support uh, test method validations and transferring those test methods to different sites for the company. That sounds amazing and very interesting. And honestly, thinking about it right now, when you were talking, 2014 is almost like 10 years ago. So just thinking of... um, how crazy things have changed for you. Uh, no, no, not 20. No, no. I graduated high school in 2013. Uh, no, I think I transferred in 2016. I think I was at UCR from 2016 to 2018. Oh, I see. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. I don't, I don't know where the 13, 14 came from. Yeah. Sorry. It's, yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. fine. Yeah. Yeah. My high school is, is this year. Yeah. Sorry about that. Yeah. But still, that's like, what, 2018? That's like five years ago. So um, yeah. seeing how much you've grown all those accomplishments it's really great for someone who's about to graduate and you said it's like two years um for most ucr students um or like students in general i'm a third year in ucr so it's like transfer students yeah they do go through that two years or three years um in different universities um i'm almost done this is my last quarter so uh i'm I'm happy it's coming to an end um my journey here yeah and then um, and also one other thing um i also uh i'm, I'm like 99 percent done with the master's at ucsd so i didn't take a break once i was at ucr i went straight into a 
a master's program at UCSD. I was doing a thesis based, but then due to COVID, it transitioned to a coursework based thesis. And I'm, I'm done and I just have to finish and I have to complete an oral examination uh, next month. Then I'll be done with my master's. But yeah, so I was working full time as an engineering industry um, in my second year um, at UCSD at the time. So yeah, so yeah, I also have experience with continuing my education post four year degree. Okay, so that's great. So you're doing your master's while also working in the industry too, right? Yeah, so I I, I was like working really towards it a lot. Um, it, it was a really hectic time in my life. Uh, we can go into detail, but yeah, I mean, yeah. Well, we can start it with how was your transfer experience like to UCR in general? Like, how did it feel? Um, all the stigma that's there. Did you experience some of it like, oh, transfer student, stuff like that? Um, what was your experience in general transferring over uh, what, to UCR? What, stig- what stigmas are you talking about? <clears throat> um, like, I guess we kind of went over it. Um, two years, three years, um, or sometimes it can be a bit harder to fit in the community um, when transferring over. Uh, it might be a bit harder than uh, a student who, who went to straight into high, from high school to university. So did you face any of those um, or just your experience in general? Yeah, so I actually, I grew up in Riverside uh, for about 11 years then back in 08 when the housing market crashed, we moved to Marietta. So I've always been like familiar with Riverside a little bit. Um, so it wasn't a huge shock when I transferred because I was I grew up in Riverside, so it was kind of it was kind of a, a nice situation. Uh, but in terms of like stigmas, uh, it wasn't hard honestly to transition to the four year uh, four year school. In terms of like difficulty, I would say community college is almost as difficult, if not very similar to uh, the four year degree. Uh, it was a little different because I was living on campus; I wasn't living at home. Mm-hmm. But then again. I didn't live very far away. I only lived 40 minutes away, but in Bannockburn, I don't know if that place still exists or they, they it that's where I'm at right now. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I had a loft. It was, it was pretty good. It was like mm-hmm. only $600 and yeah, it was great. And yeah, I just wake up and I can just walk to the bioengineering building in like five minutes across the softball field. Yeah. Writing on my, uh, writing on my board. Uh, yeah. Those are good times. Um, anyhow, but yeah, uh, no, it was great. I mean, honestly, uh, I would, I would do the exact process again. Uh, it was a great experience to go to community college and then transfer. Um, and in terms of, and of course, we're, we're talking, uh, the main reason for this podcast is the TTT program. It was a great uh, situation. At the time, there was a grant. I don't know if you guys still get uh, paid during the summer uh, to do the research. I don't know how the TTT program transitioned from when I was there back in 2016 to now. I don't know if at the time there was like a $6,000 uh, research grant that we got. So uh, at the time, that was that was a very significant amount of money. So that was really cool. Um, it's you know I was able to uh, help pay my rent, and my food. Um, so that was one thing. But then also um, I worked uh, in J. I, so even though I was bioengineering, um, I wanted I forgot I forgot the exact reason why I went to an electrical engineering lab for research. Mm-hmm. I think at the time because the bioengineering department was very small, there wasn't anything uh, that I was interested in at the time. But there was electrical engineering. Uh, a lab that they had they had uh, openings to bring in transfer students and that was under Jay Farrell I think he was a department chair at the time um and I know he teaches several classes still but uh-huh. I'm not sure of his position exactly in the university just yet um or at least from my experience uh-huh. but yeah it was a great way to uh to engage with the professor because you know the big reason why we go to the universities is to possibly uh continue in academia or to work in research so it was a great environment to learn how, you know, how it is working with grad students. Cause when you, when you're 
transferring in, or even if you start uh, as a freshman at UCR, you're going to be interacting with grad students the entire time if you want to get into a lab. So it's a great, it's also a great networking opportunity that you already know some grad students and you know some professors and meeting with them and have expectations of what you need to complete uh, or what you need to learn to get background information regarding whatever research you're doing. Yeah, and then also uh, it's cool because you're also meeting other transfer students uh, a lot more closely in, in a smaller group. Like I'm still friends with I'm still friends with many of the people that I uh, was a part of within the TT, TTP program because you're mm -hmm. all gonna go you're all gonna go to industry together and work in similar uh, companies and yeah and just yeah I, I met a lot of good uh, genuine people uh, through that program. Yeah, it was very nice. That's great. That's all about what we're still trying to build right now is like that sense of community and bonding with all the events that we do, whether they're professional development events or like socials. That's like one of our main mottos is just building that community, building that network and support system for transfer students. And also um, non-transfers have been coming to the center too a lot more recently, and they're getting to see our experience and our community. It's, it's inspiring them and it's inspiring us. So it's really cool. Yeah, you, you meet a lot of people, you become friends with them. And then also, you know, you're, you're going from a, a community, you know, the, the network situation is because it's it's like uh, being at a company and then leaving a, leaving to another company. You know, you, you used to know people and now you don't. And uh, and you're learning how the new company works and such as the new university. Uh, and you guys get a feed off. And, you know, you, you guys, even though you're different engineering uh, 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 what is it? You know, you're studying different engineering uh, for different degrees, you're still going to be taking similar courses. Like most of the engineers at the time, uh, we were taking intro to intro to circuit analysis, I believe. And that was by Roman Chomko. He was teaching it. You know, we all get together. It'd be easy for us to reach out to each other and, hey, let's study together, work, be collaborative, work together. Uh, yeah, it just, it just, it, it made it, made, made the, the university a much more in, inviting place because you know it can be awkward you're meeting people from all around the world or all around the country and you don't know them and yeah so it's yeah, a great way to, it's a great way to transition and get your feet wet yeah i definitely agree with that also in the in the transfer center at, at this point um you'll find electrical engineers working with mechanical engineers working on different courses and seeing like oh this they are talking about circuits how can you help us or like um what's going wrong in this circuit and for CS also helping each other so that sense of community is always there and it's always nice to see um, and how they grow and it's just a nice place to be at too. Yeah it's it's nice to see also the different disciplines all in TTP because like I'm in computer science and so a lot of my friends who are like mechanical engineers they'll be like I'll have to take a class in ME and I'll be asking them, okay, what, what class is like the best for a CS person? Cause I'm not good at physics. <laughs> so, mm -hmm. and then they help me out with that. And then it makes it a lot easier. I don't have to like make an appointment with my advisor. I just have my friends there to support me and um, to give me genuine advice, like from a student's perspective. And um, I really appreciate that too. Yep. Um, since we talked about your um, experience as a transfer student, um, we're, we're gonna move on a bit into so like any tips when it comes to applying to jobs? Uh, how was your experience applying to jobs while you were at school uh, and the industry uh, in general? So the number, so when I was at UCR, I did, I played rugby and I was in, what's his name? Uh, Dr. Rogers lab at, in the bioengineering department. I don't know if he's still there with that. I, know, I think he's still at UCR. I don't know if he's still doing research. Anyhow, 
yeah, I did research heavily with uh, Dr. Rogers. Um, unfortunately, from my experience, research does not help you find a job with an industry that well. My recommendation to any engineering student or any, honestly, any degree, doesn't matter what degree, if it's uh, theater, business, uh, engineering, English, the best advice I would give to somebody is get an internship as soon as you can. It doesn't matter what year you're in, if you're a freshman, sophomore, junior, senior, get an internship with the company because developing that network outside of the university is extremely important in finding good opportunities. It's very difficult to, because uh, when you're looking for a job, uh, especially a good job, you're competing with people who have experience, whether that's uh, industry experience or um, research experience. Honestly, I don't think the research experience is that much valuable, uh, but the industry experience is very because uh, is very important to have that network. If you're applying for a research and development position at an engineering company and you don't have a R&D internship and there's a kid, another kid who's applying for that position and they have an internship, they'll take the kid with the with the internship like that. You're you're they're trumped right away. Um, so that's the number one thing I'd recommend. Get an internship as soon as you can. It's really important. I didn't do an internship till my first year of um, uh, my master's program. I tried to get a job because uh, I wanted to take a break after my four year. It was a bit, you know, it was a bit stressful. School can get very yeah. stressful or you went through sometimes in your life. Um, so I wanted to take a break, but my, my parents were very against that. They said, continue education. <laughs> so I had no choice, uh, but I couldn't find it. I couldn't find a job within the two months. I got an interview for a construction company even though I was a bioengineering major and, and studied like medical devices. I couldn't, I, I wasn't able to get a, my foot in the door with any company. Uh, but after I got an internship, after my first year in, in my master's program, I got an internship as an R&D intern for a small, for a startup company, mm-hmm. uh, medical device. And yeah, that, that, uh, that got, that landed me a quality position the following year while I was doing my master's uh, in Temecula. Cause at the time I was living in Marietta and it was down the street from me. And even though I was doing my master's, I took the job right away because it's very hard to get uh, a good job or even a good paying job, even in engineering. It's mm-hmm. still very competitive. It can take a long time. Uh, you might have to file over 100 applications, well over 100 applications. It can take two months to six months to find a good opportunity. So one other thing I'd recommend is uh, even if you if you get a full-time opportunity at a company and it's a good opportunity, I would work while you do your education as well. Um, I did that during my master's and I don't regret that. Um, because even though I was even, uh, working towards my master's, I still was able to negotiate pay. Like I had a master's as well. I, I, I work for Amgen, um, as a mechanical engineer and I, I get paid like a senior level engineer. Um, even though I still don't have my master's completed and it's been mm-hmm. three years. Um, so yeah, if you want a good job, you have to network. Networking is really important. There's great uh, networking uh, groups, for example, in medical device. There's a lot of biotech networking groups in San Diego County, Orange County, LA County. I highly recommend outreaching, going out there. I remember one of my uh, classmates, uh, me and her, we went to an, uh, a networking event in Orange County. Uh, it's called Device Alliance. Mm-hmm. And that's how I got my internship. Uh, uh, yeah. That, that was the, the best thing I could have done to start my career. And I, I somehow ran into a guy who was the director of, of the startup for the R&D department. And that was my only way in. It was like one of the last days of summer and I was able to get my foot in the door. So again, it's all about who you know. You have to really work on your network. You have to put in the time and effort to get out there, shake hands, meet people, have conversations. Um, you're a much better candidate if somebody's met you face to face.
rather than just you know messaging on LinkedIn. That can work. That can work too. Sometimes companies are desperate. Uh, that's another ex experience I had. Um, I happened. I was an R and D engineer at a company in Orange County. Uh, the job was listed as R and D engineering position, but it happened to be a quality position. And quality, there's a lot of paperwork because uh, in med device, there's a lot of there has to be a lot of back trailing of any documentation and with the FDA, there's a lot of paperwork mm -hmm. and it was a pure desk job, unfortunately, even though it was, they were advertising as a R and D hands-on position. So unfortunately I left, but it was because the company was desperate that they were looking for somebody to fill position at the time. But anyhow, uh, just to get back, big, the biggest recommendation is internship. So. Um, on a, a quick follow-up, um, you said that you said at some, some point you applied to many jobs and um, it might have been hard at times. How did you deal with the rejection and getting rejected <laughs> from different companies? Because I know some people who um, have applied and that, personally speaking from my experience, I applied so many times and I got rejected on so many levels. And I was like, even if I felt like I got to like the last end of the process, I was like, okay, I'm gonna get this. But then you get rejected. And so many people get to that point. Um, do you have any tips or um, recommendations on how to deal with that um, for students who are dealing with that right now? Yeah, just, I mean, even currently, uh, I'm looking for other opportunities as well, if there are better opportunities or better pay. Um, yeah, a company recently, I was, had an interview for advanced product engineer position with a company in, uh, where was it, in, in, in Camarillo in Ventura County. Mm -hmm. uh, first interview went well second interview went well third interview I went on site met everybody and it turns out they were still looking for they were looking for somebody who had more experience so yeah it's, it, I mean it's really annoying to be honest um, and also there's a lot of uh, clueless people in their interview process for some companies so it's just part of the game unfortunately you have to you have to anticipate uh, that you really don't know whether or not you're going to get it it's all about being the right person at the right time. That's all it has to be. And, you, and if you don't put yourself out there, it's not going to happen. So you have to put yourself out there constantly because you only have to be once the right person at the right time. Mm -hmm. um, and it was weird. I, I remember when I went from that company where I wasn't having a good experience at uh, in Orange County to Am currently Amgen, uh, the interview was going okay. And I've been interviewing for about two months and I was like, ah, I don't think I got this job again. I, went, I was going through interviews left and right because I really wanted to leave the current company I was with and uh, I happened to get it like the job, the, the, the opportunity I thought I wasn't like the interview went okay that I thought I wasn't going to get I happened to get you never know sometimes you have a, a good gut feeling you're going to get a job and it happens there's there was no chance to begin with and some places you feel like oh you did okay but they happen to offer you the, the opportunity. So again you uh, it's all about having expectations that knowing everything is out of your control you have no control of what's going to yeah. happen but you have to put yourself you have to be you have to put yourself there at the right time in the right place. It's a bit of it is luck and yeah. So yeah, it's not fun getting rejected in general. Is, yeah, it's, it's, it's not fun, especially when, you know, you're like, oh, this is a great opportunity. It's a great future, great pay. I'm gonna learn so much. This is the company I'm looking for. This is the environment I'm looking for. The people look nice, the facility's nice. It's in the same industry I wanna be in. The location's great. It's not too bad of a commute. I mean, you go through, it's like buying a house too. It's like the whole same situation um, and you get rejected. Because yeah, it just takes one better person. Yeah. So. Mm -hmm. Okay. Um, another question that we have too is, did you always know, like, of course you can't know exactly what your journey is going to be like before it starts, but if you could think back to when you were graduating high school or finishing that up, 
did you know you were going to do a CC to university? Did you know you were going to do bioengineering yet? Did you have some sense of the path or did it just all happen day by day? You said high school to community college? Yeah. So, so for me personally, I like just to share a little bit of my experience in high school, I thought I was going to go straight into a four-year, but things changed a lot in my senior year that led me to a CC, which led me to a university. Did you have any, um, did you have any other plan than going to a CC to university? Um, I think I always knew I wanted to be an engineer. Uh, what, what got me into bioengineering, I think I was on Facebook one day and I saw that there was a, a, a rat that was able to walk again. They put some <laughs> sensor on the back of its spine. I thought that was really cool. I wanted to make the impossible possible. I wanted to be like on the forefront of like cool technology. So, uh, and my parents wanted me to go into, you know, healthcare, medicine, yada, yada. So I found engineering and medicine. There you go, bioengineering. I please both sides. So uh, I didn't, um, for me personally, I wanted to, I think the, I think if I could avoid student loans, I think that was the one big goal while going through academia. So that's why community college was such a, a great option because uh, there were three campuses. I lived in Marietta, Temecula campus was maybe 15 minutes away. The Menifee campus was only 10 minutes away. And then the San Jacinto campus was only 30 minutes away. Um, so it was very convenient. I can live at home because, you know, we all know uh, you can rack up debt real quick. Um, so for me, I, I definitely chose community college over the, going to the four-year right away because it was just a lot more affordable and convenient because I, I had my family, you know, I didn't have to, I could live at home. It was very convenient to have that. And then um, what was, what was your other question? Um, you pretty much answered it, right? Like the reason why you or you're saying that you went to a CC was to help um, minimize debt and loans, which I think a lot of people can relate to. I can personally relate to that as well. And then how you got into bioengineering, which through the rat who could walk again, <laughs> which is awesome. Yeah. Um, but yeah, uh, I mean, one thing that is difficult, which I find people sometimes bring up excuses. Do you guys also show this podcast to like high schoolers as well, who are thinking of what path they are going to go through uh, school? We post it on our Spotify, so whoever really wants to listen to it, they it's open to everyone. Okay. Yeah. Um, where was I getting at? But yeah, at the community college, I mean, luckily, uh, the community college that I went to, they were able to offer a lot of the courses that I needed. Um, you know, I did have to go to multiple campuses maybe in a day. Um, but that, that's what it took to make it work and to be able to go to college affordably. So that's what I, I chose. I know sometimes people, it's very difficult, like for some reason, organic chemistry and physics intertwine at the same time or different campuses and it can't be done. But that's mainly why I chose it. It was, uh, I just, I, I try to make it work. Yeah. Um, sorry, uh, moving on to another question that we have is from um, Instagram. Uh, one, one of our questions was, for you, what is the best piece of advice you could give uh, a student to be a bioengineer, someone who's going to graduate soon um, from oh. a bioengineering program? Who's going to be graduating soon as a yeah. bioengineer? Mm -hmm. uh, I, I mean, I go, again, it depends if, are, are they continuing their education? If you're continuing in your education or if they're going to go into industry, I'm assuming they're just going to be looking for a job. I think that's what most people do. Mm -hmm. Most people don't continue their education which is completely fine of course I, I, I'm impartial to that decision um, my biggest advice for soon to graduate uh, get your resume ready uh, figure out what 
uh, job you want to be doing in industry because academia is completely different from industry. There's there's a lot of different jobs. There's test method engineer. There's quality engineer. There's R and D engineer. There's <clears throat> there's a bunch of different engineer positions, and they're all different <clears throat> depending on the industry you're in. If you're working for a defense company, if you're working for a healthcare company. If it's a public company, some engineers, they work for LA. <clears throat> Say for instance, you work for you know uh, Los Angeles City, it's gonna be different. So you wanna figure out and make sure you, you have good expectations of what job you wanna be doing because academia is very different uh, from industry. Yeah, so really learn uh, what jobs are out there for, for your degree and what your skill set is. Yeah, and also if you have a skill set, really try to sell that skill set. If you're really good uh, with um, sensors, really sell how good you are with sensors and outreach to that when you're talking with engineers during interviews. Uh, yeah, really uh, express your skills because at the end of the day, it's all about what skills can you bring to the table for these companies. So if you don't have skills, learn anything. It, it doesn't matter if you uh, you can always find if you have a skill of programming. Uh, electronic boards or <clears throat> uh, PGA uh, screens that interact with different machines and sensors. If you're, if you're good with MATLAB, MATLAB is a huge tool. Um, yeah, so just really putting the time and effort. Uh, network, I mean, if you're soon to graduate, you better be out there networking. No, no people in industry, no directors, no managers. Yeah, Re really network, network. If you don't have an internship, you, uh, you really have to start networking. Thank you. Research is all good, but if you're looking for an engineering job, it's all about who you know. It's all about network and, and industry experience because academic, academic, academic experience does not necessarily, in a lot of opportunities, does not translate into industry. Uh, yeah, being a, having quality engineer intern experience is not the same as being an R&D engineer in a lab or, yeah, it's a, little, it's a bit different because of the paperwork, uh, the, the team, the team, uh, like the cross-functional working with different teams and different engineering groups, yeah, that you, that you don't necessarily experience in academia. So it's not, it's not, uh, uh, it's not, how do you say, it's not valued as much. But they're also looking for, at the end of the day too, with these interviews, they're really looking at your character, how you're going to interact with people. Because that's also a very, regardless of skills, the other most important thing is uh, your character and how you communicate with people. Communication is the number one thing with any job. So that's another big thing they're looking at. If they see that you're a good person, you're easy to communicate with, um, you're easygoing, you're willing to put in the work, um, really show that in the interviews. So yeah, definitely interviewing is uh, something really to practice about. Mm -hmm. yeah. And on campus, I think one of the good resources that we have uh, that not a lot of people really utilize is um, the Career Center, where they do mock interviews and um, places where they can help look over your resume or um, just be able to give you tips and recommendations on how to handle yourself in an interview, how to talk to people and so on too. So um, they can always utilize that too. Additional thing. Um, I remember when I was at UCR, they would have career fairs or job fairs. Mm -hmm. Yeah, uh, Different companies would come on site from back in 2016. It was a bit small and, and for, especially for bioengineering, there wasn't many uh, medical device or, pharmaceutical or biotech companies mm -hmm. from my experience at UCSD their career fairs are huge like think of the stadium at UCR but you can't walk through it there's hundreds of different companies and there's no space like uh, one thing and maybe I'd give advice for some students is 
try to look at other UC campuses or Cal States and see go to their job fairs as well because any I think anybody can can go um, maybe I'm not sure it, but if you can try to try to see if you can sneak your way into the other UCs or Cal States job fairs if you feel that maybe UCRs is not sufficient um, depending on what field you're in or what you're looking for. Um, so far, post pandemic, the way it has been, or the way it has been uh, so far, is that it's being done online. So it's through yeah. Zooms. Um, I don't think I've seen any in person just yet. Uh, and most of them do like different companies. They will list all the companies, and you can do one on one on one with different companies and so on. Um, okay. Yeah, it's a great tool. And then also, uh, USC, they, they host, I've been to a few. Uh, USC and UCLA, they host just public networking events uh, that I've, I've gone to recently in the past few months um, that are great, where you can meet great people from small companies to large companies. Yeah, I, again, it's all about it's all about networking. It's all about who you know. Yep. Okay, some final, final thoughts, okay? If you could go back in time to when you first transferred, you kind of touched on this a little bit earlier. If you could go back in time to when you first transferred to UCR, would you do anything differently? Is there anything that you would change? Any advice you would give to yourself? Yeah, the biggest thing, uh, like I said before, was just uh, find an internship. That that'd be that'd be a huge priority. Uh, if you don't want to continue your education right away, even if you are, I mean, it's still good to have the internship under your belt. If a company sees that, you know, while you had your time off, you interned while you're uh, then to do your master's. Any other advice I would give them? Um, it's more towards you if you would go back in time yeah um to be honest my ucr experience is really good i mean honestly it's a you know people crap on certain universities yada yada honestly any school in the uc or cal state system is very good it's all about you individually you can make the most out of uh, any school because there's always great resources you know we're lucky in california we honestly have really good schools on average, um, in any school, in, in any department, you can always find somebody that you can learn great skills or great experiences from. So don't don't let the, the like like you said, stigmas. Don't let those stigmas. Uh, people maybe might talk down or talk crap about UCR. That it's you know, oh, it's a smaller school. There's still great professors, great cutting edge technology, great learning experiences and opportunities, great people to meet. You know, your own uh, students, grad students, professors. Yeah, they they all come from big companies. The the you know these. These aren't little Joe Schmo people who are who are teaching you in these classes. They're mm -hmm. some heavy hitters. Yeah, and it's all about and it's all about getting on good terms with them. They'll hook you up. You know, they, they that's a great network. Again, that's a great networking opportunity as well. Having converse, having you know, maybe more deeper conversations with your professors, getting to know them better, and they'll tell you about. Oh yeah, I, I have a guy who works for this so and so company. They have an internship. They're looking for people. That's it. That's a great network. You don't necessarily have to go all the way down to San Diego or Orange County or LA County. So again, it's all about networking, get, be friendly, uh, meet a lot of people. It's all about who you know. So, and maybe what else would I do different? I honestly can't think. It, it was really, I mean, I played rugby, it was really fun. I know a lot of great people from rugby. Um, UCR is a great, you know, I went to the gym often. They had a great gym, UCR. Yeah, really take advantage of how nice the gym is. Uh, a lot of other universities, they don't have nice gyms. Uh, what else would I do differently? Um, I would um, I would put more time and effort into looking at what what like the day I get to UCR, start looking at what opportunities are out there for my degree. 
what skills are required or needed for these different opportunities for good opportunities too because there's a lot of crappy opportunities you can you know get a good quick job but mainly i i I'll, I'll, I'll stick it through the thick and thin to get uh, a better opportunity. I'll be more patient. I, I won't settle for a mediocre opportunity because it's, it's a waste of time. So um, yeah, if, if I was to do it again, really look into what opportunities are there for my degree? What are the jobs? What are the requirements? What are the skills? And yeah, that's, that's a big thing. That's what I would do differently. Well, thank you so much for all your advice. I feel like we learned a lot today. Like, your industry experience is super impressive. Like when you said you work at Amgen, I remember because I'm from Ventura, we literally took a tour at Amgen. I remember thinking like, oh my God, this place is so cool. <laughs> yeah, it looks like UCLA. It's pretty crazy. The Thousand Oaks mm-hmm. location. Yeah. Um, yeah. And if you guys ever want to go, I mean, I have a lot of uh, industry experience, even though I've only been working maybe for three years, but I've worked as a quality engineer, R&D engineer, R&D intern, and a mechanical engineer. I can, yeah, if you guys ever want to have further conversations about like more details of what I did in those specific jobs and what the skills were and what the environment was and what I liked this, like, I think those would be also great opportunities to talk about. And so people can learn what like, oh, hey, that quality engineer position, you know, it sounded great for, for me because some people it would be good for R&D. Yeah, that's that sound fun. Uh, quality mechanical it depends because some people are more hands-on some, some people are fine with doing more paperwork depends so it's mm-hmm. all about figuring out that balance because that also is a big motivating factor while you're in while you're working that you know at least you're doing a job or some tasks that you enjoy or find helpful uh, in moving your career forward because you don't want to be stuck at a job that most of the requirements are just not fun or not what mm-hmm. you find fulfilling for sure for sure yeah, and thank you again. Uh, yeah, uh, the, the, just thinking back about the TTP program, it actually was a very impactful program on my life and even like close friends uh, that I've met over the years. And also, yeah, networking, meeting great people. Uh, it was a great transition process for me to uh, get my foot in the door and how, how to reach out to professors and research. And yeah, it was great. It was honestly a great experience. And also, yeah, there was great socials, social events. Uh, <laughs> thank you for sharing your um your experience with us today and I guess more about your um, transfer experience, uh, your tips that you've shared. All of this information was very valuable mm-hmm. and I'm pretty sure it's going to help other students and it helped me personally too on what to expect when looking for companies or like working with the different companies and making sure I find the right place to fit in and grow. Um, I also have a LinkedIn if, if anybody, uh, just my name, Roman Char, C-H-A-A-R for my last name. Uh, feel free to message me on LinkedIn if you guys have any questions or networking help. I might have a connection at a company or somebody I know. Um, yeah. So if people want to reach out to me on LinkedIn, that's also, yeah. One other thing I'd recommend LinkedIn is a great resource for networking uh, mm. remotely and meeting up with people like, uh, yeah, that, that's another great thing. So uh, f- create a LinkedIn profile, keep it up to date, have your resume up there, have your projects, your research. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people, a lot of companies uh, look on those pages uh, to recruit people for companies. Thank you so much. You're welcome. Thank you, everyone. Have a good day and take it day by day.